0: Hello and welcome to My Soul Delights with Eileen O'Driscoll and Joyce and Joy. My Soul Delights is a program of faith in which we explore various faith topics and also include some intermittent, short, reflective features for your own quiet time and prayer. In My Soul Delights, we are exploring the beauty of our Christian faith and the way in which God's love reaches out to each one of us in a deep and personal way, to restore our hearts and to renew this world. In this short episode of My Soul Delights, I am going to share with you a reflection on the Hail Mary prayer. The words of the Hail Mary are powerful as they are taken and inspired from scripture. They also emphasise to us the important role of Mary as the mother of God, mother of the church and mother in each of our lives, inspiring us and encouraging us in our faith. She is also the perfect example of virtue modelled after the person of Christ and how she forms us and draws us closer to the heart of Jesus. So just to begin, I invite you to join me in prayer as we pray the Hail Mary together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Louis Marie de Montfort, pray for us. Saint John Paul II, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as part of this reflection, I would like to share with you a lovely leaflet I came across just a few weeks ago. And this leaflet was published in 1954 by Ave Maria Publications in County Armagh, Ireland. And it's a beautiful synopsis of the Hail Mary prayer, but especially emphasising the power of one Hail Mary said well. And I guess one of the things that it highlights is when we truly meditate on the words of the Hail Mary, recognizing that each word has something to reveal to us, is of incredible value as it comes from the words of scripture, some of which are taken from the words of the angel Gabriel to Mary, which we will look at shortly, and also the words of Elizabeth It shows us how powerful this prayer is, but it also reveals something to us in our present moment as we are asking Mary to pray for us now and at the hour of our death. And we're also remembering with her the great honour that she was given to be called the Mother of God and in that role also becoming our spiritual mother So each time we pray the Hail Mary, often I have heard the analogy used that it's like offering Mary a rose, a rose which she plants in the eternal garden, and we want to offer her as many of these roses as we can from our hearts, and she takes with her all our intentions, our concerns, our worries, our joys, and our sorrows, as a mother does upon her heart. And she sifts through them, sorting them, guiding us and directing us, especially in times when we find it hard to do so ourselves. So from this lovely leaflet which I found, I'd like to share with you just some um, words that it shares on the Hail Mary. So firstly, it starts by saying, when we say the Hail Mary, well, it brings great delight to the heart of Mary. It then asks, is it difficult to say the Hail Mary well? And in response, it says, nothing is easier. All we have to do is to know its value and understand its beauties. Saint Jerome tells us that the beauties contained in the Hail Mary are so sublime, so wonderful, that no man or angel could fully understand them. The Hail Mary is like a mine of gold that we can always take from, but never exhaust. St. Thomas of Coinas, uh, one of the doctors of the church and great theologians, um, also described as the wisest of saints and the holiest of wise men uh, by Pope Leo Thirteenth, preached for 40 days in Rome on the Hail Mary, filling his hearers with rapture. And he also explains about the words of the Hail Mary. And St. Thomas Aquinas also explained how when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and he greeted her with the word Hail. Uh, this word is like an act of reverence and honor for Mary, which was quite unusual um, in the earlier scriptures. As we know from the Old Testament, uh, when an angel appeared to a human being, St. Thomas Aquinas explains how it is the human being that gives great reverence to the angel because the angel is superior in nature. And the word angel uh, denotes their purpose or their function, which is a messenger of God. So when an angel appeared to a human being in Scripture, It was usually for a very serious and grave reason, sharing God's message, his plan for that society or civilization. And so in this case, when the angel Gabriel comes to Mary and he's the one offering her reverence, it is very telling, especially in those words, full of grace, showing that Mary was chosen by God. She was preserved by the grace of Christ from all eternity to be chosen as the mother of God so that she would also be kept free from sin and cleansed from original sin. And it's just a very interesting dynamic to imagine the scene where the angel comes offering that reverence to Mary. Then it goes on to describe how another priest, a Jesuit priest known as Father Suarez, declared when dying that he would willingly give all the many learned books he wrote, all his life's labours, for the merit of one Hail Mary. How well this great man understood the priceless value of this beautiful little prayer. Saint MacTield, who was very devoted to Our Lady, was one day striving to compose a beautiful prayer in honour of God's Father. Our Lady appeared to her, having written in golden letters on her breast, Hail Mary, full of grace, saying to the saint, Desist, dear child, from your labour, for no prayer you could possibly make would give me the joy and delight of the Hail Mary. So why has the Hail Mary such value? Each time that we say the Hail Mary, we are repeating the very same words with which St. Gabriel, the archangel, saluted Mary on the day of the Annunciation, when she was made Mother of God and Queen of Heaven. Oceans of graces and joys filled the soul of Mary at that moment. Now when we say the Hail Mary, we offer anew all these graces and joys to Our Lady, and she accepts them with immense delight. So I will just share with you a few lines from the scripture passage from the Gospel of Luke. And it's Luke one twenty six. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. He went in and said to her, Rejoice so highly favoured, the Lord is with you. She was deeply disturbed by these words, and asked herself what this greeting could mean. But the angel said to her, Mary, do not be afraid, you have won God's favour. Then the subsequent words of that initial part of the Hail Mary prayer, come from Elizabeth's greeting to Mary when Mary goes to visit her for three months. These words come from Luke one thirty nine onwards. Mary set out at that time and went as quickly as she could to a town in the hill country of Judah. She went into Zachariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. Now as soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, The child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She gave a loud cry and said, Of all women, you are the most blessed, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. So these beautiful lines from Scripture, which we are honoured to be able to pray when we recite the Hail Mary, come from this wonderful passage in the Gospel of Luke. And especially, I think, when we reflect on the people who spoke them, uh, people who were so close to God and recognized this closeness in a very unique and special way in Mary, who was chosen to be the mother of God, fosters within us a reverence and a respect and a love for her each time we say the Hail Mary which is the ultimate purpose, that we come to know her, to love her, and through her that we come to know and love Christ also. There is nowhere that Mary is that Christ isn't present. Mary always brings with her the presence of Christ, and these beautiful words really highlight that in the words of the angel Gabriel when he says, The Lord is with thee. And also in the Visitation, when Elizabeth um, exclaims with joy uh, that Mary is, of all women, the most blessed. And uh, it describes that beautiful scene where the child leapt in her womb with joy when she saw Mary and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is what our mother Mary does. She brings us to fullness of faith in Christ, inspired and filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we can draw closer to Christ through that fullness of the Holy Spirit in us by asking the powerful intercession of Mary to bring us that light, to bring us that closeness, to make us sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, just like her cousin Elizabeth was so blessed to experience in her physical presence. We can too, in the spiritual presence of Mary, also request this grace And I think maybe just to understand it better, there's a lovely quote by Peter Kreeft, who who was a professor and an author in philosophy and theology, and he described how Mary's light is like that of the moon. It reflects the light of the sun, and in Mary's case, that's the light of the Son of God. The moon has no light of its own but yet it gives off and emits such a wonderful light in the darkness, uh, which is given from the light of the sun. And so it is with Mary. Everything she has received has come from and through Christ in her. So just to share with you some remaining thoughts from this uh, leaflet. It says, Almighty God gave his blessed mother all the dignity, greatness and holiness necessary to make her his own most perfect mother. He also gave her all the sweetness, love, tenderness and affection necessary to make her our most loving mother. All the love of the mothers of this earth is nothing in comparison to the love, tenderness and affection of Mary for each one of us. These words are very similar to the words of Saint Louis Marie de Montfort, who said, If you put all the love of all the mothers in the world in one heart, it still would not equal the love of the heart of Mary for her children. And how do we know this? Well, firstly, even within Scripture, when Mary accepts the invitation of the angel Gabriel to become the mother of God, when she gives her yes to God for his plan of salvation, in which he invited her to be a part of, so that all of humanity may benefit from the grace and life of Christ. This is a kind of love that we cannot imagine. It was not a selfish love to be taken for herself, but in fact Mary, in her great humility, chose to glorify God, so that all of humanity, could, indeed for generations after, rejoice in that moment with her as well. St. Bernard and all the saints say that it was never heard at any time or in any place that Mary refused to hear the prayers of her children on earth. As children, when in trouble, run to their mothers for help, so ought we to run at once with unbounded confidence to Mary. How best can we honour Mary? We can show our love for Mary and win her love and protection, by simply saying the Hail Mary well. There are a couple of examples of miraculous uh, interventions due to the intercession of Mary. One example here is the story of a man called Dr Hugh Lammer, who was a staunch Protestant. One day he read an explanation of the Hail Mary. He was so charmed with it that he began to say it daily. Soon all his anti-Catholic animosity began to disappear. He became a Catholic, a Holy Priest and a Professor of Catholic Theology in Breslau. Saint Gertrude tells us in the book of her revelations that when we thank God for the graces he has given to any saint, we get a great share of these graces. What graces, then, do we not receive when we say the Hail Mary, thanking Jesus for all the graces he has given to his Blessed Mother? To conclude, I will finish with a quote from Pope St. John Paul II, who said, To succeed in your intentions, entrust yourselves to the Blessed Virgin Mary always, but especially in moments of difficulty and darkness. From Mary we learn to surrender to God's will in things. From Mary we learn to trust even when all hope seems gone. From Mary we learn to love Christ, her Son and the Son of God. Learn from her to be always faithful, to trust that God's word to you will be fulfilled and that nothing is impossible with God.